all you people that listen to this all good, man. And nothing important. So that's our new rumor that we're starting <laughs> is Jonathan Banks is Banksy. <laughs> This is the Nothing Important Podcast. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, is Dave. Dave, how you doing, my friend? Feeling saucy. And, of course, we got Jeff on the third mic. Third mic, Jeff, how you doing? Anxious. Anxious. Yeah, Ooh. I was going to ask you about that. Kind of a uh, kind of an interesting time in your life right now. Yeah. Yeah, I hear I, uh, so, uh, I it. I decided to renew my subscription to uh, Homeowners Monthly. So and I, I was really debating that, and my uh, Norton antivirus renewed today. So yeah. oh. those are both very heavy decisions, you know. Because uh, with, with the magazine, the problem with the magazine is that now most magazines are bi-monthly; they come out every other month. And you got to ask yourself: Is it really worth it to pay the same price of a subscription for basically half of the issues, right? Of the same magazine, and I, right. I can see, you know, if, if you got to make a game time decision. How do you how do you justify that? I mean, it really, it's about the the content of the articles, you know. And I will say mm. that, uh, you know, we're kind of impressed uh, here at the house. So, um, mm. you know, that's how I did that. And you know, the Norton thing, it just kind of auto renewed, and I'm just gonna fight it. You know, whatever. Uh, it's just right. that thing. Do you want? Oh, and that malware. What? Do you want malware? Is that what's going on? Well, I've got malware bytes, and I've uh, I you know my. The computer that I use for my pornography is not this one that has the Norton on it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's got a whole, that's got like those, like three different things that are on it to, to double check and keep, right. my, and, uh, keep my stuff private, VPN and whatnot. It, right. And you don't want to lose like hard drive porn because hard drive porn is like the modern day, it's like the modern day magazine stash, right? Because everything exactly. screams online and it's so easy to get. It's the modern day tool shed in your dad's garage. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's a that's digital tool keep, shed. <laughs> that's why I keep all my. That's why I keep all my download porn on like a, like a zip drive that I can carry with me, just in case. Like, just in case. Like I travel a, for work. Like an old zip drive, like the actual disc, like a zip disc. I think he uses on a on a three quarter inch uh, or whatever floppy, right? A five and a quarter. Five inch and a quarter. Three, floppy. three and a half. That's right. Uh, I just. Uh, if you walk into my garage, it looks like um, there's just a bunch of USBs hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> it's organized it's like, by category. It's like Christmas. Yeah. It's, well, it's by color. So I know, I know what the colors mean. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I guess I'm due to have a baby here like any minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> how exciting How exciting for you. Uh, are you... Uh, are you nervous? Are you excited? Like, how are you feeling right now? See, this is like one of those yes. game time. This is one of those game time interviews before the big football game, right? Uh, yeah. So, the answer is the answer is yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Nervous, excited, uh, sleep deprived already. Nice. Um, overwhelmed, underwhelmed. So I guess that averages out to regular whelmed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's all sorts of things uh, going on right now in the head. So awesome. Well, uh, well, we, we think this is, uh, well, me and Kristen are super excited for you guys. I'm sure, I'm sure Dave, I'm just, and his woman, I'm just happy that I can share the end of your previous life with you. 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, I was thinking about it the other day. I will be 36 years old here in a month or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, from zero to 18, you know, that's what I started college in 18. Mm-hmm. So that was a whole big life changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is 18 years after that. So it's like phases and shit. Cyclical. Watch it's out, cyclical. 52. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be bonerific. Oh, 54. Wait, what? If- <laughs> 50, it would be 52. 52. And uh, uh, no. are, are you comfortable no, with 54. sharing what gender <laughs> you think yeah, the baby will be? The baby what? hasn't chosen its gender yet, Brian. We're, okay, so. We've decided to give it a, you know, assign it binary things just for the sake of government oh, paperwork mm-hmm. and stuff. But right. uh, after about the age of two, you know, when once we really get a personality down, there might not be much talking. I mean, there'll be some, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, then we'll let it decide its own gender. Well, it's all subtext uh, and verbal communication, right? So, okay, you know, as awesome. is modern, as is mo- all modern parenting right now. Uh, we're just gonna kind of do whatever seems popular. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now are you are you gonna breastfeed or use formula? Uh, I personally am just going to keep eating tacos and stuff. Ah. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> well, if you if you keep eating tacos, that'll actually help with like the breastfeeding. Like maybe you can't lactate, but if well, everybody knows that milk helps with spicy food. <laughs> right, exactly. So <laughs> right. Maybe maybe you can lactate like the juice that comes off a of Taco Bell taco. Ooh, yeah. You know what I? You know, there's always like just just a little bit of moisture there. It kind of you know a few yeah, dribbles that, out. That that uh, reddish orange grease. <laughs> you, right. You're speaking of yeah. Right. Exactly. So you know you can get your you can get your child acclimated to spicy foods, and then mm-hmm. your wife could hop right in, and you know she produces natural milk. You know it can uh, calm the taste buds and make sure that. You know the baby's mouth isn't on fire, so it's it, and you do live in a Mexican neighborhood. Yeah, <clears throat> the Mexican grocery store is right down the street, mm-hmm. so and it's, I'm, it I is a I'm, fantastic dining place. Mm-hmm. So I am. I guess I'm just impressed that you thought that all out in advance. <laughs> Brian, how long have we known each other? I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, come too on. too damn long. Too damn long. Yeah. <laughs> da- damn near eighteen years. I was gonna say so, he yeah. just said eighteen <laughs> years. I think that da- was damn near. <laughs> 18 so. years, 18 years. I, I, I like the fact that I've known Brian longer, but he's had less of an effect on my life. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> not much at all. We were roommates also, but not for quite as long as you guys were. Uh, in case it hasn't been stated yet, uh, today's guest on Nothing Important is going to be the one, the only... Patrick Fabian, which I believe is All going right. to be his his fifth appearance on our uh, on our podcast. It's some kind of a record. He's pulling away from Owen Benjamin for sure. I was going to say I think he's been on more than Jeff. Yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Owen's been on. He did just Owen did co-host, so I don't know how many appearances that counts for. But he's only what, mm-hmm. four. Yeah, he's been on four. So we have a new winner. Yeah. Absolutely. So hopefully we'll get some information him uh, from him about the upcoming season of Better Call Saul. And those of you that are listening on It's Saul Goodman, um, 
Hello. <laughs> yeah. It's been a it's been a it's been a long ass while since uh Chuck killed himself, which I guess we can remind everybody that Jeff absolutely called way back before season three even started. And I can yep. verify and I found the recording, but it's way too late to post it. I did find that lost recording just, of when he called just it. Just tack just just for the sake of the listeners, and I'm not bullshitting, you can tack that in at like the end of the episode or something like that. I'll see if I can do that actually. <clears throat> If I can't, then sorry for the dick tease. <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel like it's been so long since the end of, <laughs> of Better Call Saul that uh, I, I've all, I almost feel like I forgot what happened. Wasn't it like it's been like it's been like 18 years? I was say, weren't mm-hmm. we mid season <laughs> last year? Because it was like March 9th or something. I think it was last, season three started. Right, and season three kind of started really late compared to season two, did it not? It's been it's been pushed back every year, I believe. It was like November, and then February, and then March, and now it's like some Game of Thrones ripoff. Right. <laughs> so now that next twenty nineteen is when it's supposed to be out. <laughs> right. They haven't written the books yet for Better Call Saul to make the oh, show that's, about. Yeah. Right, and that's what I'm most anxious about is to see the books, you know, because I, I like seeing how. TV shows and movies compared to their print counterparts. Oh, speaking of which, whoo, saw a wrinkle in time Sunday. Wait for video. Yeah. Wait for video. Every, everybody I everybody I hear that talks about that movie, uh, well, Dave, I actually met Dave last night at the arcade, <laughs> and uh, he handed my ass to me pretty well in NFL Blitz 99. As I tell uh, you. With do. the worth... With, with the worst team on the arcade game, and <laughs> the, I was trying to be slick. The Bears. And I picked, the Browns? Like, Max. No, it's the Bears. Oh. Yeah. They have a zero I, rating I went, for I, offense. I immediately, went for, I immediately went for the team with the best ass, which is either the 49ers or the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. in, a, in a sad attempt to gain some sports gaming cred over Dave. But it, it has yet to happen. I think I'm seriously 0 for 7 in NFL Blitz games versus Dave. <laughs> Which, so after you left, I have to tell you this, um, because there's they have the record biggest blowout for the the building or you know for that room is fifty points, right? So Brian's mm-hmm. like, hey, maybe after I leave, you should try and beat it. So I did, and I lost by a touchdown. It was twenty to thirteen, and I was on the ten yard line, ready to score when the time ran out. So I couldn't even beat the goddamn so you- game. <laughs> I was gonna say so, so, so you're. You're nowhere close to the right. record. <laughs> and then, so then it's, I, that's like negative record. So I go over to <laughs> NBA Jam and I was like, I'm going to play me some NBA Jam. It was a Jam. record for a person who wasn't the closest. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. I, I go over and play NBA Jam. I played four games. I lost by one point. Mm-hmm. I lost by two points. I lost by one point. I lost by one point. I walked up to the front counter. I was like, Am I the last one here? He's like, Yeah. I was like, Fuck this. I'm going home. I was like, Shut it down. <laughs> I was the last you one. Shut it down. <laughs> trying to beat NBA Jam. I, guess, I got NBA. mad. I was like yelling at myself because NBA Jam could beat me by one point. <laughs> so oh. there will be a day where I go at like nine o'clock in the morning, and I don't leave until mm-hmm. I beat all twenty-seven teams. That that's the thing about arcade games is they could be they could be very humbling, right? Because you go home and you play on a you know. Um, well, back then when they actually see they used to port arcade games to the machines at home, like Super Nintendo and Nintendo sixty four and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, 
those machines started outpacing in raw power the arcades. Mm-hmm. So now, now like arcade games that come out are basically inferior to whatever you have in your house. But games like NBA Jam and NFL Blitz, you'd sit at home, you play, think you're a king shit, but then when you get on a joystick with buttons, it's, it's like, a whole different ball. You don't game. know anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a perfect yeah. example of that. <laughs> <laughs> on Nintendo 64, NFL Blitz 99, I'm pretty damn good. And Dave can attest, in the arcade, <laughs> NFL Blitz 99, I have trouble figuring out how the turbo button works. <laughs> I could never make the conversion, and I don't know why, uh, from computer uh, first-person shooters, mm. like mm-hmm. Quake and stuff back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, to when it was on console. And having to use a, a controller for it, really, I mm-hmm. I still can't do it. I could play GoldenEye pretty decently, but when it came to anything else after that, no, I'm just I'm complete garbage. I, I might as well have six thumbs on my and be playing with my feet. <laughs> I I couldn't handle when like, they what? switched the controls. Like GoldenEye had a certain set of controls in Perfect Dark, and then when was Halo came out and they had a different control system, I couldn't handle it, and that's when I gave up on first person shooters. Right, same here. So the the dual stick. Yeah. Right. The the dual because one one's to run and strafe and the other is to aim your gun. Right. And I think Goldeneye was the last game where it was a single stick control, and if you wanted to zoom in, you had to hold a trigger button, mm-hmm. and then your guy stood still. There was there was no such thing as strafing well, unless there, the game had a there was a, a strafe. specific strafe button. Yes, yeah, there was. The strafe was a trigger button, and then left and right turned. And that's what you're right. supposed to do. And now it's like left and right strafes. And that's when I got, I was like, no, I can't do this. Like, where's my strafe button? I want to walk forward and right. strafe at the same time. That's how I beat people in Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> also, get off my lawn. Also, get off my lawn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The next time that ball comes over the fence, it's mine. <laughs> I'm going to shoot it with a golden gun and you. <laughs> proximity mines in the temple, my friend. Proximity mines in the temple. Ah, uh, yes. Proximity mines. No, I, I always like proximity mines in the stacks. The stacks was the one with the bathroom. Oh God, I avoided that one at where all you costs. Fall, where, you, where you fall out of the where you fall out of the vent into the toilet stall? Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Yeah, man. Prox, prox, or or if you're a real man, <laughs> slappers only. Oh God, one shot kill slappers <laughs> only. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how the men play. I believe we had a drinking game based on that at one point. I, I believe everybody who played that game had a drinking game based on that at one point. It was just such a great party it game. It was. And it, and now everybody takes it so serious. It, it used to be fun just to talk shit. Oh, and also Golden Gun, because fuck that whole like shooting somebody 10 times to deplete their health meter. Yeah, Golden 44s. Gold- yeah, any anything golden gun or one hit one hit only. That's that's the only true way to play. I watched my brother in law play Call of Duty and it's so far out of my league and he's he's on his headphones and he's really into it. Yeah. He's yelling at strangers over the internet. And strangers that are wanna... strangers that are honestly four times younger than he is. Right. Right. <laughs> well now the kids are I, I, swatting you know each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude uh, killed a guy. The guy, it was a random address. The guy's like, lay low for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Some well, innocent he, guy he gets tried. shot because little kids can't handle Call of Duty. Right. 
But it's, I, I just find that weird that you would want to talk to people. Because back in the day when you'd play Doom online over a modem, so I guess it wasn't even online. When, when you do that, I like the fact, fact that it had a text box. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you could just type a quick yeah. text. But or I was even, also... It, but I went to LAN parties. I was one of those kids in high school. I did for we uh, a, Warcraft, but we not had a place for here. We had a place here in town that was, that's what it was. It was a LAN, that's what the business was. It had like 12 computers wow. all hooked together, mm-hmm. and you paid by the hour, or you paid overnight, and you got to stay there overnight and play to your heart's content. It and was like it is, D&D Comics or something, wasn't it? Downtown Normal? Uh no, that uh downtown if it was downtown normal it was Siberia. Uh mm. the the actual country of Siberia? Yes. Uh, it was always yeah. cold as hell in there. The United mm. States of Siberia? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um the thing about land parties though is again, you are you talking over a headphone or are you yelling to somebody across the room? We're in the you're all in the same room. Yeah, you're across the room, man. See, that's that's my point. That that's part of the fun. That's no different than yelling across the house at a party. At it's somebody literally the same thing. About. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yes. It is the exact. You are yelling same across thing. the house at a party. Yeah. Right. A land. That's party. what I said. Right. It's it's right. Yeah. It, it's no different from that. But the the Call of Duty shit where people put on their headphones and they just talk to some random person online. I find that so weird. I do too. Honestly, I I don't want any part of that. No, and then it's weird when people are like, oh, man, I was playing Call of Duty and I talk so much shit. It's like, what? <laughs> what? I'm just saying, what are you doing when the highlight of your night is talking shit to a teenager? <laughs> yeah. I was say it was weird. Like, the, the, right first time I heard, the first time I heard a 40-year-old talking shit to a 12-year-old, I was like, this is not cool, man. Which, to be fair, it's probably not like a 12-year-old because, uh, you know, it, if, if my brother-in-law, who's the same age as I am, is sitting there late at night playing Call of Duty, I guarantee there's millions of other people his age playing call of duty but the fact remains like i wouldn't just call a random guy up and be like yo bro you suck and then just start (laughs) like start conversations with him no less the whole weird thing where they actually could put together a strategy and they start getting really intense and talking well i was gonna say that's part of it though too is is some of these these games are so intense and they're so into it that it's necessary to verbally communicate because they have organized strikes and stuff you know leroy jenkins and all that so it's just a shame that it gets devolved. It's like anything. It always devolves into base shit talking. Mm. Yeah. Fuck that, man. I go full Leroy Jenkins on this. <laughs> I, I just run in and kill anything that moves. <laughs> or get killed immediately, which I think is what happened to his whole Yeah, you know, mystery. I play Fortnite. <laughs> That's yeah. Have you guys ever played Fortnite? It's very similar, except for the whole concept is it's every man for himself. You play in 100 man games and basically it's last man standing wins and your little playing area is an island and every so many minutes the wall closes in forcing everybody to either die or to move towards the center so it forces the action oh nice that'd be fun yeah and it's called Fortnite. it's super 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 popular like it's crazy it's probably the hottest game going right now I've, i've heard of it uh one of the people i work with uh was talking about how his kid spent all of his birthday money that he got from everybody which was like a hundred dollars if you include the uh gamestop game cards that he got mm-hmm. uh-huh. all on clothes to wear in Fortnite. yeah like a hundred dollars like virtual clothes not yeah, like not like clothes to wear while he's yes. playing it but clothes as yes. character wears in the game 
Correct. Virtual right. clothes because, for a game. Because it's a free game, and that's how it works is you pay real money for bullshit in the game. Yeah, freemium, dude. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't, it randomly makes a character for you as you drop into the game. You Which, know what I so like, fine. like one okay. time, I would one time name you could him be Rent. like a black chick, one time you could be like a like a like a strong man. You know what I mean? It it randomly unless you buy shit and then you can customize your guy. I would just oh, name well, him Rando so Calrissian and roll with it, man. Yeah, Rando <laughs> Calrissian. <laughs> yes. And you <clears> drop <throat> you drop in, you like parachute in, you jump off a bus that's suspended from a hot air balloon <laughs> and you dive into the game. Okay. And the whole point is you you either hide or kill, and then you know you get a screen that just says "Congratulations!" Like, <laughs> "Congratulations, you did okay." So, <laughs> like, uh, the beauty of it is, though, is everybody is so gung ho to kill other people that whenever I jump out of the bus suspended from a hot air balloon, I float to the ground as uh, long as possible. I take as long of a time. Because you can push a button and the kind of like skydive, you know, like shoot yeah, down, okay. like air dive, you know. Right. But no, I I just float on the wind, and you'll come you'll come up within the top fifty before you hit the ground. <laughs> because there's people that shoot right to the ground to find the weapons and then start pegging off people in the parachutes. Right. And then there there's people that kind of like float a little slower and try to get more of a strategic position. I just try to float as as slow as possible, so I'm the last one on the ground. And then while they're targeting people below me, I can go off to like some weird side of uh, of the island, and basically I try to stay next to the storm wall. <laughs> That's like closing in, and pretty much uh, for for me, it's not a game uh, so much as killing other people as it is amusing just to not get caught running around being the asshole who can make it into the top half of the game. By pretty much doing nothing. Question. Question. Are you invincible Shoot. while descending? Or are you always vulnerable? No. no, you're always vulnerable. Okay. But the key to it is, is everybody tries to go for the really good. There's buildings and caves. Everybody tries to go for the optimal spot to land. Right. I, I just hang back and watch where everybody goes. And then I try to go the farthest away that I can still beat the wall that crushes everybody in. <laughs> And you get points or something for that. I, 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 I don't know. But people take it super seriously. And uh, I, I guess to round it up all up, I, I can't take that shit that serious. No. I've never really played an MMORPG of any kind. Or any kind of You know, it's coming, out for, it's coming out for cell phones even. Yeah. And they have cross-network play, which means that on your cell phone, you'll be playing against people who are playing on Xbox, and PlayStation and Whoa! I I'm not really that excited about it. <laughs> right, but like what a terrible what a terrible disadvantage because you were talking about the mouse. How the hell is somebody with a touchscreen phone going to compete Bluetooth hey, baby. against some guy who's really Bluetooth mouse or touchpad? Or yeah, and you can connect a controller to the bottom of your to, yeah. to your phone. You screen mirror that shit on your TV true. and you're good to go, man. You just adapt the shit out of it. Just adapter on adapter. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my lawn. There's ways around it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope Patrick Fabian calls soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how he kind of just agreed to be on. I, 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 I've had two phones. Uh, one that I used for eight months because I broke the phone before that. 
and instead of throwing it away or trading it in, it sat in a drawer. And then I broke the interim phone that I used for eight months. And it was one of those deals where I was like, you know what? Maybe if for some reason, if I plug that phone in, it'll just miraculously work again. Mm -hmm. Even though it didn't work for like the last two months I used it. Something about sitting in a junk drawer (laughs) and Mm -hmm. like having like hammers and nails and like old batteries and shit lay on top of it for two months miraculously fixed the phone. Well, the other tool is all pressured them into it. They're like, dude, you're just sitting around doing nothing. It's like an old Japanese monk that just goes off into the forest. Mm-hmm. It's like if it can sit in that solitude, it can, you know, have a montage play with it while it trains and it, you know, thinks and meditates and stuff. And then it comes out and it'll, you know, kill a bad guy. Kill Bill 2 right. right through my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Same with a phone. Text- <laughs> Understood. Thank you for educating. Yeah. So <laughs> months before. I broke that phone that I'm currently using now. I text Patrick and I was just like, hey, uh, you know, Patrick, uh, we're always down to gig gab with the PFAB. And just like last week, he finally texted me back. It was was like, oh, shit, how long is it going to take me to get a hold of you? So I wonder how long, like, the little notification on his phone has sat at one (laughs) or at least one. On his text messages, and I'm sure he's a busy guy. I'm pretty sure so he said at like 55, and you were at the bottom of the list, and he finally had time to go through <laughs> right, all like, of them. Right. Like, That's the more likely many- scenario. Or he saw it come through and was like, what the fuck? Oh, whatever, and then hit mark as red. He didn't even open it. He just hit mark as red, <laughs> and it went away. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, he he's like, why? <laughs> why do I even talk to these idiots? <laughs> he's the one that agrees to come on. All we do is yeah. ask. Right. <laughs> and then he does more talking than we do, which is awesome. Yeah, well, well as we can tell, the- yeah, it's uh, it's jib jab PFAB or PFAB, and uh, also you can tell how well uh, that would go over if you listen to the last three episodes that we've had <laughs> uh, as far as our banter. Uh, <laughs> I say right now it's just jib jab about PFAB. <laughs> I could talk about that dreamy man for days. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you see the way he actually become? It's all good, man. Hey, it's all good, man. Yeah, you remember things. Sometimes I was, I was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Patrick? I'm good. How you guys doing? Doing great. Doing well, thank you. Right, and just just for the record, this is like your fifth time uh, chatting with us, so you should know that we're not very good at this. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's that's not true. I think collectively, our collective strength is better than our individual strengths, which is ultimately. That's right. It's okay. like fun, it's like funk music. That. You know, every every part of or funk like, music it sucks, but together it makes something good. <laughs> or, <laughs> or like Voltron. Because <laughs> nobody wants to be the oh, yeah. yellow or the or the red tiger, but together when they get with the black and yellow and green tiger, it's it's pretty badass. Right. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'll take. Uh, we should get patches and become a gang. We can put them on, sew them on our jean jackets. How about that? <laughs> oh man, that'd that be sounds great. amazing. That sounds amazing. Podcast. Vulture. We could like. Hell yeah, we could like storm the studio of some Walking Dead podcast because it's also on AMC. Sing <laughs> 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 barbershop. Throw, throw a rock. Throw a rock yeah. and hit a Walking Dead podcast for God's sake. That's like a <laughs> but then we have it to learn. Is. It's amazing how many of 
Then we have How to many of them there? If, if we just want to talk about The Walking Dead tonight, maybe we should do that instead. I don't know. Was- <laughs> I, am, I am so far behind on that show. Are you Are you a Walking Dead guy? Uh, no, I, I say that as if I can actually talk about it. I can't. Um, I've missed, let's see, all of it. I've missed all of it. Um, I've watched the pilot, I think. And, you know, again, uh, I got small kids, and so uh, that's kind of like living with The Walking Dead already. So <laughs> it's been seven or eight years of, of, of people eating one another and blowing people up. And I totally get the uh, the vibe. You yeah. got my thing. Although one of my favorite movies was 28 Days Later. I thought that was horrific. It was yeah. like the best zombie film ever. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, if you're going to have a... Too many characters got killed real fast, and so you don't get a chance to really, you know, lay in with a who am I rooting for? I guess I'm rooting for Andrew Lincoln, who's the richest zombie killer on the planet. So good for right. him. He's wonderful. Yeah, he's an office prodigy. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, speaking of zombies and uh, little kids, uh, Third Mike Jeff is actually about to have a kid at literally any minute now. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. I'm just gotta hang it out. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Now wait. Is this your is this your first one? This will be number one, yes. Oh wow. Well then then the feelings you're having right now, the way you look at the world mm-hmm. right now is the last time it'll ever look like that. Good for you. It yeah. all changes. It all uh, completely changes and I can't say it's necessarily good or bad. It just does. And uh wow, you're gonna be a dad like every day of the year for the rest of your life. Good for I you. Know. <laughs> Thank you. I know. It's it is a crazy, crazy change. True to form, he's spending it on a podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, this you know, is my last, last moment. Your, your wife and your child need to know how you prioritize things. That's important. Because, uh, you know, lack of, lack, of, lack of clarity will only confuse them. But if they know sure. where their positions are, then they're yeah. fine. They can be happy in their work. Right? That that makes perfect sense. I, I love the fact that I get to get uh, life and parenting advice uh, from Patrick Fabian. Uh, mm-hmm. Just days before becoming a father, this is this is amazing, actually. So yeah. Well, ask me, ask, ask me how my kids are doing. Hey, hey, Patrick. Yeah. How how, uh, how are your kids doing? Oh, I have no fucking idea, man. I've been working out of turkey, so. <laughs> See, Patrick is a true professional. You like that? He he set you up and he brought you right back into why he's here. You see that? Uh, true I, feel like, I feel like I'm a writer now. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, Patrick, you're filming season four of, of Better Call Saul. When is that shit going to come out, man? It feels like forever since we've been able to watch you on the screen. It's taken a while, and I apologize for that. And the, the thing is, it's funny. You think after four seasons, Sony and AMC would, you know, maybe just run some ideas by me or some decisions before they actually make them. They don't. <laughs> so what I did was... Uh, I waited for the phone call as well. I think I think what happened, honestly, uh, I think a lot of the writing staff uh, basically had come from Breaking Bad. They were right into Better Call Saul. They burned off three seasons of that, and they just took a little breather. And then when they took a breather and we lost a month or two, mm-hmm. and then a decision, I think a practical decision of why start production in December only to stop it for uh, a couple of weeks and let's just start fresh in January. So as of right now, as far as I know, Season four will come sometime, you know, mid-summer, most likely, which is a long way off, I know, but I think then we'll be back on the schedule and hopefully the rest of the run, however that long run may be, uh, will be uh, uh, in a more timely fashion. But 
I equally was waiting to come back to work as well. But I can say this right out of the gate, and so I'll repeat it at the end as well. Okay. It's worth the wait. We're only five episodes into the new season, and I can tell you that um, things things get going. Ooh. Things be happening. Uh, right. Better Call Saul. So I think people are going to be very excited about what happens. Yeah, it's uh, we we uh, we you know we get a lot of tweets and emails and stuff like that. And people act like we have some sort of insight on the show. And uh, I'm like, I don't know. I only know what PFAB tells me. I only know what PFAB <laughs> tells me. So, And, 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 PFAB, and, and PFAB literally is staring at the phone going, ring, ring. You know, it's, it, it feels like, oh, I was just here uh, a year ago and I was. And it feels like... Uh, I just saw you last week, even though it's been a whole year. And uh, I just, I want to ask all the wrong questions, like what's happening, what's happening to Howard, what's going on. And the writers got some <laughs> are still like things. Right. They're just like, they're like, here's this week's episode. Let's do that one first. And of course, you get that, and you start to really get paranoid. You're like, well, I mean, we, we saw what happened with last season. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> So, I'm curious how much of so a secret far, how much of a secret was the ending of the season? When did you find out? Like as it aired, or did you have any idea how it was going to uh, end? No, you know we, we did know, um, but we didn't know till late in the game. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Michael McKean, I know, didn't really get a call, and he did get a call, um, maybe about two episodes out. Hmm. So it was pretty. It was pretty much oh, really? a, a, you know a, a secret, and well, I think also because you know the, the writers of the secret. And I'm not sure he was sore about exactly what it was going to be or how it was going to be. And then once they decided that they went, they went wholeheartedly. And we talked to Peter Gould about it as well mm. uh, after after we filmed it. They're like, well, what can we say after this airs? And you know, he's always been he's made no bones about it. He's like, look, we're not trying to you know jerk the, our fans around or all. You know, what you saw at the end is what you saw, okay. and that's that's a that's a finality. That's that's a. That's that's Chuck burning up in the house. There's no no two ways to have that <laughs> because you know everybody everybody started thinking about like oh we're gonna open up with you know the ambulance and all of a sudden Chuck you know you yeah. know burnt but coming out and they're like no that's not our intention we want that to be really clear so mm-hmm. they don't holding on to that you know thinking about a cliffhanger uh, they will be sorely disappointed when they watch you know the first episode right so like we after after you film last. Uh, Okay, so let me say this. So when I go on vacation from work, <laughs> I come back and I feel like I know absolutely nothing, even though I've worked there for years. Right. Is it? And, you know, you're doing other characters and other projects and uh, in your downtime and, you know, sometimes even while you're involved with Better Call Saul. So coming coming back uh, and you're stepping on the set for the first time, do you, uh, do you feel like uh, it takes a long time to reconnect with people and or, or do you, is it just like muscle memory and you just hop right back in? Um, I, I, this, this is weird uh, and, and lazy, but it's true. The suit is a big, big help. I don't wear a suit like that anywhere else in the world. And when uh, I put that mm-hmm. suit on, all of a sudden, I start to feel, you know, Hamlin's sphincter pucker, puckers up a little bit. All of a sudden, uh, <laughs> he, gets a, he gets a little snooty and all that sort of thing. And that really, really helps. And also at this point, the writers, of course, you know, uh, have been writing for me, right? They write to my strengths. They write to the character strengths that we've been able to discover together as, as Hamlet. And so that helps as well. So, and then it's that weird thing of like, you know, you know, Kim Wexler and I, Ray and I were just talking the other day. It just feels like, oh, I just saw you last week. Here we are again. And you sort of, you sort of do fall back into it. Um, 
the only thing that gets scary, and it does get scary, that's from an actor perspective, all of a sudden you get the script, and you're like, do I know how to do this anymore? Do I remember how to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, to, and, to your, and to your original point, there is a bit of like, why am I saying this? Because you kind of forget. I mean, we're in the goddamn thing, and sometimes I'm like, what's, what's going on? And then I got to go back and talk. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, right. the last time I saw you, this was going on. That's why I'm saying this now. So we're doing that sort of reminding ourselves uh, what the connective tissue is. Sure. Well, how far out of order do you film? I mean, is it ep- like an episode obviously films out of order, um, you know, scene by scene. But do you film episodes out of order as well or parts of episodes? As they're going along? Those follow, those follow in sequence, without a doubt. Okay. Yeah, okay. Those follow... So the season is always filmed in sequence, uh, but you're right. Within the actual episode, uh, things are always, um, you know, monkeyed around with. And as you know, our show loves to play with time, so there's flashbacks. Uh-huh. Exactly. So that, well, gets, yeah. that gets weird as well, because all of a sudden everyone's, you know, looking younger or wearing longer hair or whatever's going on. And, um, and then you have to remind yourself, right, there's information that we don't know when we're in the past. And we can't pretend we know what's going on. And, and that gets to be tricky, too. You have to sort of, like, not dumb yourself down, but carve yourself away from what you already know. Right, right. right. I think, uh, and I think uh, Ray Seahorn is the best at that. Ray is really good about knowing where we are on the timeline of Better Call Saul. And uh, so basically, um, like any good actor, I don't do my homework and I rely on Ray doing the first. <laughs> nice. so thankfully, she mm-hmm. does, and that makes it better for me. Nice. Excellent strategy. Um, yeah. That's how I uh, am with the podcast scale, uh, with, with Brian. I just let Brian do all the work and uh, I get some uh, kickbacks. <laughs> it works. It's, it's good that way. It, you know, that's a, that's a symbiotic relationship. You can right. discover that. Good for you. That's right. I'm, I'm more of the hippopotamus and Dave would be the tick bird on, on the back of my neck. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the tick bird? Is it called a tick bird? Is that what it is? I- I think it's just a tick bird. I'm, I'm not sure. I would have to call up uh, Mrs. Corp from Stevens Middle School in Wilmington, Illinois, and ask her because that's the that's, that's the only thing I remember. That's the only thing I remember from her sixth grade <laughs> science classes. I remember sharks bird. and lampreys. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patrick, super important question. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, if you were Jonathan Banks. How many times would you have already called us by now over the past four years? Oh, well, if I was Jay, I, I, I would have called you at least six or seven times. Uh, so it would be, honestly, it would be eight. Uh, eight, absolutely. Here's the thing about Jonathan Banks. Um, I, 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 true story, today, we were supposed to get together after I got upset. We were going to have some dinner. He was shooting a splinter unit. He was somewhere else shooting, and I was shooting somewhere else. And so he gets done at 2 o'clock. Um, so he's done. He's ready to feed. He's ready to go out. Mm-hmm. So he starts texting me. Where are you? I'm done. Where are you? <laughs> I'm done. I'm usually on set working. So I text him back. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm still working. Uh, we haven't done the lunch yet. He writes back. He goes, unacceptable. And I'm like, all right, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> I'm, like, no, I'm working on the show. So he texts me. He badgers me for another hour uh, with texting. And I'm trying like, Jonathan, I'm like, I'm doing my job. I'm actually working. And he goes, whatever. You look, you need to learn to prioritize your life, Fabian. Call me tomorrow. So that's it. Boom. Door shut. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, and yet, I take that and I know that. Oh, Jonathan, my friend. Oh, that's all right. That's how he treats me, and that's okay. So I'm going to see him for lunch tomorrow. 
I suppose, at his convenience as usual. So, <laughs> uh, call you? I don't know, but I'm going to I'm going to see if I can get him to record something for you that I can send to you. That's my first bit. I'm going to try and do that. Oh, I'm going to try and okay. I'm going to try and record him and I with me trying to encourage him to talk to you guys, and maybe you can use that. Oh, that'd absolutely. be great. That'd be so okay. great. Although I don't know, your your impression of him was so spot on. I'm not even sure we really need to talk to him now. If you want me to, if you want me to hang up, I bet you I could get John to call you. Like yeah. seconds, <laughs> I was say, the recording won't be of actually Jonathan Banks. It'll be of Patrick Fabian imitating him. We'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Our fans won't know. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so what? Uh, so what time is it now? You're you're out in you're out in Arizona or no New Mexico? You're out in New Mexico. It's 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 eight thirty. Uh, we had a full day of <laughs> Very good, very good script written by Jennifer Hutchinson, and uh, and with the midway point, literally. So it's been cold. It's been uh, not even doing night shoots, bases, the wind and the rain and the, and the snow, and um, but everything good spirits. Everyone's really psyched about what's going on. And at halfway point, of course. Even though the crew has worked very hard, um, and, and many of the actors are too, but the crew especially starts to break around now. Uh, they've got a good wind behind them. They're, they're very excited, very very excited. And you know we are too. And by the way, this midsummer uh, uh, deadline for would be the I don't know. They might air it earlier. I have no idea. I don't know what they're thinking. I think it's just that idea of since it's not network. Right. It doesn't have to do. It doesn't have to go whenever it goes. People consume it so differently now that they sort of assume that. I think the audience, is, particularly with Netflix worldwide, will be there and they'll and they'll eat right. it whenever it gets out. So, well, frustrating thing. Like, on my Ray end, and I, Ray and I want to do. Go ahead. I was say the frustrating thing on my end with Netflix, which I know you have nothing to do with, is that they in America they don't air this previous season until like a month or a week before. You know the next season's going to start, so we're waiting. We don't even get season three on Netflix until they announce the release. Yeah, I mean, and, and even when I was talking about the ending of three with you guys and this, you know, I know there's somebody who's going to this podcast who's been waiting, who doesn't know what's going on. Right. And that's that's a weird, that's the weirdest thing for both you and for me to try to talk up around the show for fear of ruining it for somebody who is watching it the way most people watch it. Right. You know, which is they wait, they wait for Netflix. Oh, so then I guess we should throw this in. Uh, spoilers for last season, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way. I yeah, think I said before about the fire and all that. That's nonsense. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Bobby was just in the shower, and he's not dead at all. So <laughs> enjoy your next season of Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Patrick, uh, absolutely awesome talking with you. Again, always an open invitation for any of our uh, shenanigans and tomfoolery. Uh, I, I'd say, uh, so far you're our best interview this year. <laughs> this cause, uh, let me, let me guess. Am I, am I your only interview so far? this year? No, 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 no. We, no, I, I can say I've, uh, yeah, we, uh, we probably didn't impress Bruce Campbell one bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, you know, uncle Brucey, he's, he's a tough sell. I think he's a tough, he's a tough crack. <laughs> yeah, he's he's nice though. He he uh he he rolled with the punches and kind of gave us some shit and uh uh I, I like him. He doesn't take himself uh, too serious at all. It seems so. He's he's a great guy and I did, I did an episode of Burn Notice with him and I have to say he was he was everything I wanted him to be 
uh, yeah. both as an actor and as a character, and uh, he did not disappoint, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's kind of how we came away from it, too. We were like, yeah, he yeah, was we were like, even though it went us, way off but... the rails... Yeah. That's exactly how it should have went. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but, well, hey, you know, uh, uh, before the end of the season, let's get back together again, or certainly by the time we air, uh, let's stay in touch, all right? Definitely. Absolutely, Patrick. Tell everybody we said hello, and, uh, you know, uh, hopefully uh, you can twist Jonathan Banks' arm. <laughs> I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna send, I'll give you a report no matter if I fail or if it's successful or okay, I promise <laughs> Okay, awesome. Thank you. Much appreciated. Patrick Fabian, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for the time, man. Thank you. Yeah, I I hope, uh, my hope is that Jonathan Banks, because I I have reached out to his representation several times. Mm -hmm. I have. uh, Over the past, what, going on four years now, uh, quite a decent amount of times I've even called their office to make a vocal request <laughs> so, because look, our people, uh, for those of you on nothing important, you probably heard Patrick Fabian before, but for those of you listening to this episode on the, it's all good man feed, uh, it, it's who you people want all the time. Right. Because like now we've pretty much ran the gamut literally besides Peter and Vince, we've pretty much ran the gamut of everybody on Better Call Saul, except for uh, you know Jonathan Banks, he's like a, he's like a rare butterfly. He's like, he's like a rare Banksy. Butterfly. He's he's like Banksy. Wow, like, yeah, yes. the, the stencil artist. Wow. What if yeah. Jonathan Banks was Banksy? Oh my god! <laughs> it's the perfect cover. It's yeah, the perfect cover. Nobody would see that coming. Mission, but the thing is, with his last salt. name being Banks, with his last name being Banks, and the artist names being Banksy that totally fits that totally fits his MO because he's hiding in plain sight, man. Right. Much like Mike. That is our n- Yeah. Okay. Okay. All of you, all of you, uh all you people that listen to Saw Good Man and nothing important. So that's our new rumor that we're starting <laughs> is Jonathan Banks, the actor from uh a fuck ton of shit, including <laughs> Breaking Bad and <laughs> Better Call Saul is actually world-renowned spray paint, graffiti, and stencil artist, Banksy. And you know what? Prove I'm wrong. Prove I'm wrong. So, big thanks to Patrick Fabian for coming on the Nothing Important Podcast. Hello to everybody out there on uh, the It's All Good Man feed. I know we've been dormant for a while, so uh, it's nice to talk to you again. And we'll get some more folks from Better Call Saul. If you're listening on the the, uh, Plumbus Among Us feed... Uh, yes, we'll I know we haven't it. done the final episode. Yeah, we'll get around. We'll get, to we'll get around. It. Yeah, we, we yeah sooner or later. Sooner or later. That that show's not even continuing for at least another fucking year and a half. So yeah. just hold hold your shit. <laughs> just relax. Uh, Dave, great talking to you. Great playing video games with you at Galloping Ghost. They don't even pay us for this plug, but if you are around Brookfield, Illinois, look up Galloping Ghost. Twenty dollars, all you can play. Literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of old-school arcade games. They're open till 2 in the morning. It's fantastic. Jeff, uh, super excited for you. You're waiting for your uh, your baby to arrive. Yeah, big ups, big pop-up. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Uh, congratulations. Thank and you, thank you. Thanks for, thanks for everybody out there listening. Please make sure to share the show. Please make sure to tell your friends. And uh, please feel free to tweet or email us and let us know how dumb we really are. 
Dave, call us idiots, call us geniuses, whatever it's called. Hey, hey, it's all good, man.